Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Carrie Moody, a registered dietitian who teaches people to meal prep in their homes, is a bar three fitness instructor, and is often found dancing in her kitchen. Since we are talking meal prep this episode, I have to share my current tool I'm using to meal prep, and that's Gnarly Pepper Custom Dip Blends. With flavors like veggie and onion, which onion happens to be my favorite, it mixes with any brand of non-fat plain Greek yogurt or full-fat plain Greek yogurt and is a great seasoning for proteins, veggies, and potatoes. I appreciate the individual tear packets. It's the perfect size for an individual yogurt cup or for seasoning a meal for four. Head on over to gnarlypepper.com to learn more. I am a huge fan of humor, and Carrie was someone who made me laugh right from the start with her social media post. I would see her beautiful meal prep photos, which drew me into watching more of her Instagram feed and getting myself a little bit more inspired to cook. Carrie has a realistic and humorous way of looking at life and food. She is a busy wife and mom of four, but still finds a way to inspire others in the kitchen and with their physical fitness. She owns her own private practice, develops recipes, does nutrition coaching, meal prep lessons, and she is a bar three instructor. Please enjoy my conversation with Carrie. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I absolutely, I'm so glad we connected on Instagram because I love your meal planning and I love, you just have and I love your wits and I love everything about you. So I wanted to get to know you more and just kind of talk about you and your story and how you got started on all the things that you're passionate about. So when did all okay. that start? Take me back to that. Take me back to when you thought, yeah, this is my jam. I really want to go into this. <laughs> okay. Well, I started out um, after, after high school. I went to college. I went to Arizona State. And I really wanted to be a United States Marshal agent because I thought, oh, I'm going to be a badass. I'm going to catch the real bad guys. And, you know, it didn't work out that way, unfortunately, because I had my first daughter and I was like, okay, a federal job's really not going to work out. So I ended up getting a degree in criminal justice and I worked for a local police agency here in Arizona. Um, and it's just like never really like fully satisfied me. I never really felt like I was contributing to the world, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm actually a second career dietitian and I had, so I had my three kids. I was married previously, got a divorce, went through like this whole quarter life crisis situation. (laughs) And I actually met my husband. Yeah. My current husband um, worked as a police officer. So I met him and we got married and have a little boy together. And I just, luckily he got promoted and the situation was just right. And I kind of felt like, okay, I want to go back to school and do something I really love. So let me back up a little bit. I've always struggled with depression, like my entire life and depression and anxiety, just it runs in my family. So there was a point after each kid where I just really suffered with postpartum depression. And I couldn't get out of this funk. You know, I saw a doctor, I 
was on medications. And I just thought, I don't want to be on medications my whole life. So I really started focusing on what I was doing, um, you know, in my life. Like, I've always been into fitness, so I was working out hard. And, you know, I started changing my diet. I started seeing a um, functional medicine doctor. And it just really opened my eyes to, like, everything I was doing wrong, basically. Like, how big of a part... um the foods that I was eating was affecting my mood. So that's kind of when I was like, okay, I want to go to school and I want to learn about, you know, nutrition. I want to help people with this. I want to, you know, figure out this is how I can do my part in the world. So that's kind of where it all started with about with depression. So um, that's, that's really interesting because I think like you, there's probably a lot of women that have that same experience with, pregnancies and children and so when you did kind of switch over and saw a functional integrative medicine physician what kind of things you know like when I think about nutrition I guess even as a clinical dietitian or like an outpatient dietitian maybe we don't realize that connection as much as we should with food and mood exactly yeah it it really does start with your gut health and I was just my gut was just completely unhealthy so I switched everything. I mean, I changed everything. I started feeling better. I started eating, you know, more berries and cashews and walnuts and all these foods that really, they just seemed to help. Like I started taking fish oil and it just, I mean, I'm not going to say it cured me because I still do, you know, have issues now and then, but it definitely just really opened my eyes to like food is really medicine. And that was really inspiring to me. So um, he had kind of told me, well, dietitians, you know, you don't want to be a dietitian because their information is outdated. You should maybe go into like being a health coach or something. But I really wanted to be like the nutrition expert. And I didn't listen to him. So I just went that route. So <laughs> I graduated. in Yeah, I graduated in 2015. And I have to say that was one of really one of my most proud moments because I showed my kids, you know, as hard as it was, they saw me come home, you know, after OCHEM classes crying oh. and like, so just science so was just, awful. yes. <laughs> and I, I so many times was like, I don't know if I can do this. This is too hard being a mom and, you know, a wife and all this other stuff. And, but I did it and I was really proud to have my kids there at my graduation and it was just a really good moment. So Well, and I think, you know, probably that and then also, you know, discovering nutrition through the path that you did, it wasn't delightful at that time, but it definitely, you're so, you know, you're very invested in that because you had a personal experience with it. Right. Exactly. Um, And I still, you know, like, that's why I got into meal prepping. It's because I found when I didn't have a plan I was just grabbing, you know, whatever was around. And it was usually I was so ravaging hungry, like at that time that I was grabbing junk and then I would feel Mm -hmm. like crap and then I wouldn't want to work out. And it was just a whole cycle that I had to get myself out of. So by meal prepping each week, I at least know that there's healthy foods and, you know, I try to keep the portions reasonable that I can always grab and then I can stay on track with my own health and everything. So. It's really helped a lot for me. So when you, when you did, so when you went through school, so as a second career, 
Like, how was it? You know, criminal justice is very different from nutrition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how was that navigating, you know, going back to school after having a family and completely different type of degree? I mean, it like you said, the OCHEM and the science all are crazy and completely different than what you probably experienced. But did you love every minute of it? Was it, you know, something oh. that you never questioned this decision? Um, yeah, I wouldn't say I loved every minute of it. I mean, I really enjoyed <laughs> the actual nutrition classes, mm-hmm. the science stuff. Oh my gosh, uh, just put me out of my misery, please. That was like, <laughs> I felt like OCHEM was a weeding out process, honestly. Totally. I agree and with you. Yeah, it just, oh, I don't know how I passed. I don't remember anything from that class. So <laughs> I, I don't either. I mean, it was hard and I I'm so grateful for my husband he is like my rock and he you know picked up everywhere like he did everything for me at home because I was just a hot mess (laughs) (laughs) it's really hard oh well I think about not having a family and going through school and all that stuff and it was hard for me so I can't even imagine you know having that criminal justice yeah criminal justice is like the easiest degree you can get I mean I was learning about like serial killers and crazy (laughs) stuff like that. And then I'm now trying to actually like do science and stuff like that. And it was definitely a big change. But even just being like back on campus, you know, because going from being in my early 20s, late teens on a college campus and Arizona State is a big party campus. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's how more how it was the first time around. But the second time around, you know, I'm a mom, I have four kids and I'm like, everybody's wearing yoga pants. What is this? Like everybody has their venti, you know, caramel macchiato and whatever. And I'm over here with my like black coffee and my mom jeans. So that was an adjustment too. Two hours of sleep, not because you were out partying all night. Right, exactly. So, but I mean, I do feel like I was more focused. So if I had tried to do this the first time around, I don't know if I would have been as invested as I was, you know, when I actually went because of the experiences that I had. Mm-hmm. So, so I yeah. One, one benefit about finding a career later in life, because you do, you really want it. You really want to be a part of that career. So I can understand, you know, going from where you were when you were younger to where you're a little bit older and you're like, this is what I'm passionate about and this is what I want to do. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So you graduated. Where, did you do your internship with Arizona State as well? Oh, no, I wish. <laughs> you wish? <laughs> no, no. I actually did um, an ISPE program through Cal State San Bernardino. And so... It was all individualized. I set up all my rotations, which is extremely hard to do. Um, and it's impossible. It's almost impossible to get a clinical rotation here because Arizona State and the University of Arizona, they pretty much dominate like every hospital and, you know, every clinic that you can think of. So I actually had to go to, um, a smaller town up north and I had to, I had to go for like four weeks. So. I was like, oh. bye kids, see ya. Um, left him with my husband and then came home on the weekends. And oh, wow. That was hard. Yeah, it was really hard. But I, so I you suffered had through it. All your own, you had to set up all your own rotations. Yeah. And, and oh, you know yeah. what? 
it kind of stinks because when I had applied to the program, I mean, I don't know, they, they made it sound like, okay, just find a clinical rotation and we'll help you with all the rest. Well, when I went to orientation, they meant they were going to help all the people that were local to that area. So I was, me and a couple other distance students were like, okay, well, where's our help? Yeah. So then I was scrambling, you know, to find all my other stuff. But luckily I did. I had some great preceptors and awesome experiences and, and here I am now. How long is that internship program? It was nine months. Nine months. Okay. Mm -hmm. So would you ever recommend anyone to do that type of an internship? (laughs) That seems really scary. Yeah. You know, I really honestly did not feel supported at all through, through the entire thing. Um, sadly, I did lean on some of my intern friends that I made, but as far as the program, I mean, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it unless you really know what you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's hard. But the nice part about it was I didn't have such strict guidelines, you know, like I have to complete this during this internship rotation and, so I could kind of like make it my own, which mm-hmm. was nice. And so one of my preceptors was a, um, she's a, she has a degree in nutrition, but she's a personal chef. So she's Ooh. kind of the one that showed me all the, you know, meal prepping and she did um, CrossFit consulting, like their nutrition program. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm really interested in. So. So that was so, a great fit then. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was, it was kind of nice. How did I find find her? her? Yeah. Um, Honestly, I don't remember how I found her. I think someone was, yeah, someone was posting about um, needing an intern, one of the dietitians, and I responded and she's one of my great friends. So now. That's interesting how, again, cross, you know, you you cross paths with somebody and it, it connects you for life. It's kind of interesting how that happens. Yeah. So. That's a great segue into kind of, you know, your practice now and kind of what you're doing as a dietitian. Cause I mean, I see like your meal prepping on Instagram, but tell me more about like what you do just in your business and, and what your day to day. I know you like to do bar too. Like that's another passion of yours as well. Am I saying that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so talk to me more about that. Okay. So, um, as I was, you know, completing my internship, I took a bar class, a bar three class that one of the preschool moms was, you know, she was going to be opening up a studio in my area. And I thought, okay, well, you know, I don't have a dietitian job yet. So I'm just going to go, you know, check this out and, you know, exercise all day because I have nothing else to do. (laughs) And so I went not knowing, you know, really what to expect. And I fell in love with it. I mean, I, I work out several times a week, but I've always mm-hmm. been like the heart rate monitor, you know, hit workout, how many calories did I burn kind of like adrenaline junkie. Mm-hmm. This just kicked me on my butt. I mean, it's such a deep, intense burn that you, <laughs> you just want to go back for more. Like, really? I don't know. Yeah. So I did it a few more times and then, you know, she was looking for instructors and it kind of just, happened to fall into my lap. So I decided, okay, I'm going to go ahead and be an instructor. So I went through all the training, became certified, and then I passed my RD exam while I was going through that process. Of course you did. Because you do things all at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So 
I, I knew right away I'm not cut out to be a clinical dietitian. I've always more enjoyed like working with kids, working with people, um, fitness industry. So I thought I, you know, I talked to a few other dietitians. I was like, you know, should I go into clinical for a year before I start my own thing? Some of them said yes, some said no, and I just decided to go for it. So I skipped the clinical and I just went right into private practice. Um, but it was hard trying to find like what area I wanted to focus on first. Um, so in the meantime, I started my Instagram like right when I passed my exam and just started posting, you know, food. And it's hard to get into that whole like, you know, finding a theme and, you know, yeah. getting followers and all that. It's hard. It is hard. But my husband's like, you're always on Instagram. Like, I'm just trying to like grow. <laughs> I'm trying to get my, my name out there. My, yeah. My... And so, I mean, I just, I, I've always meal prepped. Like I've done it for years for myself and he would take, I pack for him too. You know, I send his meals to work and his coworkers would say, you know, can your wife cook for me? I'll pay her. And I'd always say, no, I don't even like to cook for you. I'm not, I'm not cooking for anyone else. And I didn't want to get into, you know, all that too much time in the kitchen. So um, I decided, well, I'm going to start teaching people how to do it. That way I'll give them the tools. I'll show them exactly what I do. They can pay me to do that. And then they can go on their way and do it themselves. So I can be done with it. Um, and it kind of just took off right away. So I will do like a three hour, I'll set aside three hours. Um, I'll give them a list of foods to choose from that they can use as their meal components, like a protein, a starch, grain, carb, and then vegetables. And then I'll provide them with the meal prep containers. I'll go to their house so they can use the appliances and stuff that they have. And we'll cook and they'll end up with 14 meals. So for two people for a week. And then they ha I, like I give them continued support. I'll send them, you know, different ideas for meals. I'll send them some recipes. But it's actually been like a great experience for me. And it's I've learned along the way, of course. But I think the hardest part for me is figuring out how to keep them on as clients. Once I've taught them how to meal prep, you know, like, sure. uh, how do I retain that? Yeah. So, so are you kind of still now? Well, and I, I think you probably came in at the time when meal prepping was, I mean, like you said, you've done it for years, but I think it's became more popular. Do you think like mm -hmm. over the past couple of years? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so I think I love that you go to their homes because I really feel like that's where they need to be to do the mm -hmm. cooking because <laughs> that's yeah. where they cook. But yeah, how do you keep them as clients? Cause that would be, cause you're giving, you're teaching pretty much everything they need to know. So. Exactly. What do you think like that's the key? Um, you know, I have offered some different like so I don't I don't believe in like having a meal plan like you have to eat this at this time, this is what you eat. You know, I don't believe in that. I think it's all being mindful and understanding like what your body wants at what time and you know, all foods fit and all that. So I do have plans that I offer to them. Um but really, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out, to be honest. It's sure. just what's taken off is, you know, I'll prep with someone and then they'll refer me to someone else. So it's kind of like I have a steady, you know, income coming from that because I'm teaching so many 
classes each week or Mm -hmm. month. But I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. So if you have any ideas, you know, (laughs) I think I'll let you know. Yeah. Or any of our (laughs) listeners, if any of my listeners do too, I definitely will put your contact information so they can contact you if it's something that they're doing or trying to do as well as a business. Great. I think that's self-referrals. I think those people, like you touch people's lives and they just can't stop raving about you. You know, if Mm -hmm. you're making a difference, that's probably the best way to get those referrals and people right back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, with the bar studios just opening up now, so I'm teaching like eight classes a week. And then on my off days, I'm doing the meal prep classes. And I also do um, nutrition coaching, which I'm trying, I'm starting to pick that up too. But I, that's kind of like where I'm focused is, you know, people that just want to feel better, people that are active and they have an active lifestyle and they're trying to find like a healthy balance. Because I feel, I really do feel like what you're putting into your body is going to affect your mood, which is then going to affect your life. And it's going to just affect the quality of everything. So I I like helping people get to that point um, without saying, okay, here's your diet. You eat this, this, and this, and then I'll check in with you next week. And so I really don't focus on, on weight. It's more like, how are you feeling? How's your energy? You know, Maybe you've lost inches or, you know, that kind of stuff. The non-scale victories. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like that. The non-scale victories. That's, I like that perspective. Do you find that more people, you know, I think like, and I love that you decided I'm not going to go into clinical because I love hearing that more and more because I think in the past it was always like, you better go do some clinical for a year or two so you can can get the good basis. I don't think you have to do that anymore because there's so many different areas that there's room for everybody. So for your aspect of like what you're doing now, do you feel like there's a lot more interest in navigating, you know, their wellness journey in a different way? I really do. I really do. And you know, that's kind of like, I know I keep talking about bar three, but I feel like their whole thing is, you know, you come as you are. Everybody's accepted. You know, we're going to teach you to connect to your mind, body, soul, and you're going to nourish and you're going to just feel good. And it's just like a safe place. So I feel like that really fits in well with what I'm trying to teach people as well. And so that's kind of, you know, like brought everything full circle for me. And I don't know, just wait, what was the question? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, just like, like you said, like Mark has been just what? That ultimately kind of sounds like what brought you to kind of your path with your business too, a little mm-hmm. bit. Kind yeah. Of figuring what your focus is going to be. Exactly. Yeah. I need to, I've never done bar three. You haven't? <laughs> no, I'm like, you need to tell me. I feel like you need to tell me more about this. I've heard of it, of course, but I've never done it because I just, I don't know. I don't feel like a lot of people, they hear about something new and they're like, oh, well, I'm doing my thing. I don't really need to try anything new. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I understand that. <laughs> Some people have, you know, like CrossFit or, you know, yes. the whatever. I mean, everybody has their own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've tried it and I just, uh, I just can't hang. I guess I'm too old. I don't know. <laughs> I but, can't either. <laughs> you know, what's great is like, I've actually met several dietitians on Instagram who do different types of bar. So okay. like daily method is one pure bar is one um, body by bar. There's all these different studios and we've kind of just like got that in common you know we're 
into nutrition. We're also instructors for this great workout. And they're all different companies that, that we work for. So it's kind of cool to see. But bar three is kind of like a, it's a combination of ballet bar, yoga and Pilates, but it gets your heart pumping and it burns you to the core. And I just love it. I can't rave about it enough. So okay. it's great. I'm going to have to search around Des Moines. I want <laughs> right to do this because I really want to try it because it sounds like, it just sounds like it's an encompassing of just like as a dietitian, like you said, nourishing your body, nourishing your mind, nourishing your mm-hmm. soul. Like there's so many different components to health. And I yep. think as dietitians, we need to start embracing that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, when we, when we take our trip to go visit Dave in Philadelphia, yeah. let's look for a bar studio and we'll make yeah. him take it with us. Yes. <laughs> I think we, we could like tape it too. And we could tape our experience. We could video it. <laughs> That would oh be gosh, that would be a hot mess right there. <laughs> this is going to happen. It's going to be the most epic <laughs> trip ever. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So when you talk about okay. your nutrition counseling, um, you kind of focus more on not the numbers, not the scale, that type of stuff. How do you kind of do your initial consultation with someone that way when they say, hey, I want to meet with you? And what do you guys talk about? Um, kind of just where they're at, you know, what, what are your goals? Um, what are you trying to accomplish? You know, I want to see if, if somebody is going to be a good fit. Cause if they're looking for, you know, tell me I need to eat this, this, and this, that's not, that's not me. And I'll gladly refer them to somebody that can do that. Mm-hmm. I'm more focused on like you seeing a change in, in the way that you feel. Um, and I'll tell them right up front. It's, I mean, that's, that's just how I, how I do it. And maybe some people don't like that, but a lot of, there's been a lot of, you know, people that have shown interest in it. So, um, we focus on, you know, um, like how, definitely how you're feeling, the foods that you're eating, how you feel after you're eating them. And then what kind of physical activity are you doing? Because I'm always promoting that. And my kids will like, my kids hate me basically. Because that's all I'm telling them is go outside and play, turn off the video games, go eat some carrots. Like, so, but I, that's just a part of it. That's part of feeling better. I, it really is. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. I, wa- sure. I like that though. It sounds like more like a conversation like this. It's not like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm the dietitian dictator and this is what you're right. going to do today. Let's talk about right. everything that's going on in your life because. Right. It is so much more than food. It's like physical activity and it's doing things that, you know, make you feel just good about yourself all the way around. Exactly. Yeah. Do you, sure. do you, so like when you think about just cause I feel like you're probably kind of a, an expert in the foods that are good for your mood. I mean, what have you found mm-hmm. to be ones that we all should be consuming? Like what would be your recommendations? <laughs> well, I have to make fun of myself <laughs> because I notice. I'm always posting about chia and chickpeas and, (laughs) and I don't, I don't know. I I think those two things have really like boosted um, leafy greens. I eat a lot of, I don't want to say I eat a lot of salads, but I eat a lot of leafy greens and everything that I eat. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the citrus and I, I don't know. um, I don't really, I'm not a huge fish fan, but I will eat salmon because I know that it, it does make me feel better. I don't, I don't 
know really the science behind it because I don't really like science, but it just does. <laughs> it, it just makes me feel better. And mm-hmm. walnuts too. Oh, so, yeah. Brain food. Um, I also did, yeah, I did cut back on on dairy a little bit just to kind of, um, you know, see how I would do with my gut because that's, you know, all the serotonin is coming from your gut and that's your feel good. And, and it actually did help for me a little bit, but I can't say no to cheese. I mean, if you put a pizza in front of me, I'm going to eat it. So (laughs) I try, I'm not perfect, but (laughs) so when you think about like for your family, do you cook differently for your family or does everybody eat the same thing? Hell no. They eat what I put in front of them or they don't eat. That's and it. That's yeah, happening. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, I'll do like when I meal prep, I'll always do lunches for myself and my husband. And then I'll always make extras for dinner because my kids are all over the place. I mean, club sure. sports, softball, soccer, school activities, one's driving, like, you know, it's just everywhere. So um, I usually have time to cook dinner. So I'll do something in my instant pot. And everybody eats it and I'll put vegetables there. So I don't care if, I mean, I want you to eat your vegetables, but mm-hmm. just pick, pick from what's on the table and just eat. And they're pretty good about it. My six-year-old's actually the best eater that I've ever met. Um, he just one day randomly said, mom, can you please buy some snack peas? I said, <laughs> or did you both um, fall over? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what, where did you? I don't even eat snap peas. Like, where did you hear that? He's like, oh, I was watching YouTube kids and Axel's trying snap peas. So I want to try it. And it's from this Axel and daddy show that he watches on there. Huh. And so this kid was trying vegetables. So he wanted to try it. Now it's his favorite food to eat. So well, pretty you amazing. YouTube. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. But yeah, so I'll make some dinners, you know, while I'm meal prepping. And then that way when we're busy during the week and I don't feel like cooking or I don't have time, they'll, I let them pick. So they kind of feel like they're in control because I'm all about that mom trickery, you know, let them think they're choosing and then it's really all healthy food. So it's a win either way. <laughs> That's kind of true though. Yeah. Yeah. Do they help you milk? So, Do you get them in the kitchen with you? Um, Sometimes the little one's the best. He likes to use the spiralizer. So he'll help oh. me with that or, cutting up vegetables the girls just complain and then my 11 year old son has no interest in anything but eating it so um so yeah I mean they're getting better now that they're getting older but it's always just like rolling their eyes and they're like oh mom's meal prepping she's got her gangster wrap on in the kitchen and let's just stay out of there because she's gonna ask us to do something which is fine stay out of my way just let me get this done let me do it do you use your gangster wrap when you're at someone's house (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no because <laughs> i've seen your dance moves on instagram and i'm like i hope she does this when she does consultations oh, oh my gosh that would be hilarious yeah no give me your tag. oh my gosh I, yeah gangster rap included no <laughs> i would totally have you come to my house every week just for that <laughs> <laughs> yes no i don't only at home only at home Okay, well, if you ever do, if someone requests it, you know, please document that so we all know. I, <laughs> I will. I will document it. 
Where do you come up with your recipe, like recipe inspiration for your, you know, for your meal prepping for yourself, for your family, for your clients? Um, you know, it's actually funny. I don't use recipes when I meal prep. Really? Um, no, I just batch cook. So I will cook like ground turkey and um, some shredded chicken and I don't know what else, tofu. Mm-hmm. And I'll cook. Those are my three proteins. I'll set them aside. I'll cook my grains and then I'll cook my vegetables. And then I set everything out and I mix and match my meals. And I'll do, you know, like a certain portion of meat, um, like a half cup of the grains or whatever my portions are for that day. Um, and then, yeah, and then load them up on veggies and that's it. I just mix and match them because I can't eat the same thing every day. I just can't. Then you just oh. add things along the way if you want to change it up the flavors or mm-hmm. but that's yeah. really, and that's like realistic for people. I think I sometimes see people that are meal prepping on social media and I'm like, there's no way I that's not realistic for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell clients, you know, pick the time of day that's the hardest for you and stick with that for now to start until you become a professional which I still haven't reached professional status yet. So I'm still just doing lunches because that's the time that I struggle the most. Mm. Um, and that, that actually helps, but they're often surprised, you know, like, how are you going to make a recipe out of these foods that I've chosen? They're all so mm-hmm. weird. And <laughs> I say, well, we're not going to, we're just going to spice this up and we're going to use these herbs over here. And, you know, I'm all about the salsa or the lime, you know, whatever you need to garnish it with. Mm-hmm. To make it taste better, but but I say when they are put they are putting a meal together, is this something that you're going to open during the week and say, "Oh, this looks good, yeah, I want to eat it," or is it something like, "Oh, this healthy meal looks so bland." Mm-hmm. So I try to avoid that and you know go for flavor, and it works. Um, what are you? Looking- no, when I do. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, you say? go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um. Okay. Well, when I do send them follow up, so I'll do like three additional weeks of follow-up and I'll send them, you know, meal ideas, cook these foods and, you know, here's some ideas that you can use. But I also send them recipes because some people prefer to cook from a recipe and just double it, you know, and then eat the same thing. I can't do that though. I just can't. (laughs) Yeah. I'm kind of with you on that for sure. So that's good that you have that option because there are people that just like to eat the same thing over and over. They're fine with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your, like, do you have like certain spices or certain, um, pretty boring, like, like like your lime or like your spices? Is there things that are kind of like your go to when it comes to flavoring food? Um, I'll, I definitely use lime and lemon a lot. I'm a sucker for balsamic glaze, of course. Mm, So, um, pico de, pico de gallo, um, avocado slices. I mean, just, I love garlic, so everything's always garlicky for me. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. I don't know. Good staples, though. I like they just work with everything for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested on the tofu. I've been trying to like get myself into tofu, and I just I'm struggling. But I want to. Like, I want. I think it always looks delicious when people make it, and I've had it, and it's delicious. I just can't make it delicious. <laughs> I know. And, and I'm still working to perfect that. And I tried to trick my husband and it just did not work. He, he was like, yeah, I'm not eating that. Um, 
but if you can make it so that it's not super chewy on the inside and it's more crisp, mm-hmm. it's it's actually pretty good. It's good. I'm like, yeah. I need to, so. yeah. I need, I'm just going to keep, if you have some tofu recipes, you can send them my way that you like. Okay. For sure. Do I will, you I will have, do that. Do you have, um, I'm always interested too, like, what do you think is kind of trending with people that you're, like, you're working with? What are, do they request, like, proteins or vegetables or certain things that they want to make sure that you're including in their meal prepping? Um, you know, a lot of people ask me to calculate macros for them. Um, because I am working with people <laughs> yeah, in the fitness industry and I have done it a couple times. I prefer not to because, you know, that's going against what I'm about, mm-hmm. but that's like the biggest request I've received. Um, really? And I always do say, you know, they'll pick the, the three or four vegetables out of, you know, the 20 something that I offer them and I'll always add like one different one on there just so that they can try it. Like I'll prepare it while they're cooking their other food. Let's just try this and see if you like it. And a lot of times they'll like it. That's so like, okay, there's another food that you can add, you know, a healthy food that you have as an option. Um, some people don't like it, but then I just, whatever. Good. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you think about your practice, since, you know, your practice is pretty new and your business mm-hmm. is pretty new and you said that you really like the teaching aspect of the bar and you like the meal prepping, but you really love the nutrition coaching. Mm-hmm. Where do you kind of see your practice going? What's, what's, what's most important to you when it comes to servicing people with nutrition? Um, I would like to start working with fitness clubs or like the small fitness studios and maybe doing like their nutrition programming because I actually go to a local gym here and they don't have a dietitian and they have, um, you know, the personal trainers putting muscle on their clients, but they're eating, you know, 1100 calories. And these people are like dying basically. Like I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. I'm not losing any weight. (laughs) So I really would like to integrate like, nutrition coaching in that aspect like in the inside the gyms i feel like every gym needs a dietitian and here in arizona for some reason they don't have them in all of them so mm-hmm. that's kind of where i'd like to go but well, it sounds steps. like a good blend it sounds like a good blend of all the things that you're passionate about yeah for sure and we'll we are the nutrition experts and we should be in that that realm, I think, because like you said, people are starving. Yeah, <laughs> they are trying starving. to lift heavy and they're starving. Exactly. And so when I tell like one of my friends, she's like, you know, my personal trainer, I'm eating the same thing every day and I'm eating 1200 calories and I haven't lost any weight. And I'm like, well, you're eating 1200 calories and you just put on like six pounds of muscle. Mm-hmm. So maybe you should up your calories. And they're just like, what? No, yeah. then I'll just gain weight. It's just okay. Then never mind. Don't ask the dietitian. Sure. That <sighs> is, you know, I just had a client yesterday that was the same thing. It was she just wanted her macros, but she, I told her, I'm like, well, you're exercising this much. You need to have, you know, 1800 calories. She about fell off her chair because she's like, I can't <laughs> eat that many calories. And I'm like, you need to eat this many calories. Yeah. Yeah. Such a misconception. And I think that's where. We need it. Like, I love that you're going to, you want to do that because I think you're going to be able to break, you know, into that 
that realm and start making changes in the fitness industry and having us be a part of it instead of outside of it. Right. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. You'll have we'll have to do I always there's so many of you that I I do a podcast with. I'm like, we have to do like a part two because in a year a lot of things can change. So <laughs> Yeah. And in Philly. Right. Who knows? Maybe in we'll Philly. Philly. <laughs> 2018 and 2019. Yes. yes. I'm I'm loving this idea. <laughs> Well, I, I think I love, I hope everyone that listens today, I hope they follow your feed because you do, you're, you're just like a down to earth person. And I hope that, I hope you're realizing that you're making a difference in a lot of people's lives, I think. And I like your take on things. And I love just your, just your way of telling people about food and nutrition. And you're just awesome. So make sure Thank everybody you. listening, follow her Instagram, reach out to her. She's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And before, so she's leaving on vacation. So before you go on vacation, I have to ask you some other questions. So I asked you all these serious questions. We have to have the fun question. So what is your favorite food? My favorite food is pasticho. Have you ever heard of it? No. What is this? It's like a (laughs) Greek lasagna. So I'm half Greek. Yeah. And it's just always been my favorite dish. I don't know. It's different than regular lasagna. Yeah, I don't know. I've never made it. It's like a, I no, I don't know. I've never made it. I just like to eat it. (laughs) It's not like a pasta sauce, though. It's like a, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. (laughs) I should have looked that up. (laughs) Well, maybe though. That's like the thing that do you go to like a restaurant or does someone make it for you or when do you have Um, it? Usually, my mom will make it or one of my aunts will make it. Um, I have had it at Greek restaurants, but it nothing beats homemade. So no, no. I would agree with you. Well, I think your mom and your aunts need to teach you how to make this. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd rather just eat it when they make it because you have to sit there and stir the sauce forever. Otherwise, it'll burn. Oh, no, I don't oh. have time for that. <laughs> well, I'm going to Google this after we get off our podcast. And okay. This. Sounds amazing. Right. I mean, it sounds Do you eat a lot of Greek food then? I mean, since you are half Greek, is that a lot of your inspiration for some food? No. (laughs) No. I mean, the Mediterranean foods. Yeah, I I do like, you know, I like olives and all that kind of stuff. But I also live in Arizona and I'm half Mexican. So I love Mexican food. Mm. That's my inspiration for everything. Which is why the lime and the avocados and salsa and things like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, good good mix for sure. Yeah. I'm I'm allowed. I have loud family. <laughs> Are you from Arizona? Do you is your family from Arizona? Um, yes. Yes. I am born and raised. Gotcha. And well, every summer I say I'm getting out of here and I'm still here. So <laughs> I say the same thing every winter in Iowa. So <laughs> same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite beverage? Besides water? Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> let's go. Let's take this like adult version. If we're talking Perfect. like alcohol, my yes. drink of choice is vodka, soda, lime. But mm. I recently tried a jalapeno pineapple margarita and I'm trying to recreate it because it was the most delicious drink I've ever had. That sounds delicious. Yeah. And Sweet I wouldn't think to put those. Yeah, I wouldn't think to have those combos on my own, but they were great. So, hmm. yeah. Interesting. 
I think that spicy and sweet is like a thing now, even just with like, I had noticed like granola bars too and yogurt yeah. have that combination. So that's true. Yeah. Be the thing. I'll have to try that sometime. Uh, what is your favorite scent? Um, orange blossoms. Mm, those smell so good. And they're all over Arizona, oh, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That smells delicious. What is your favorite color? My favorite color is green, probably boring. Sea green. Sea green. It's not boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not boring at all. I always say my favorite color is black. And that's people are like, that's not even a color. It's like, okay, <laughs> whatever. I think it is. <laughs> yeah, green. I don't know. It just makes me happy for some reason. Green. Weird. No, that's not, that's good. It's good to know what your favorite color is. And yeah, who cares what people think? It's not weird. Yeah, true. YOLO. <laughs> What brings you joy in life? My children. They really do. They they are such a headache sometimes, but they really like, they do bring me so much joy. Like, I think I was meant to have like 15 kids and my really? husband said no. Yeah. He's like, no. He's like, no. <laughs> Four is good. Let's just stick with that. So, you know, I'm, they really are They're. It's just crazy to see how different they are and they all have different personalities and you know, some are just like me, which is scary. And some, they're just, they're all so different. I, they are really like my true joy in my life. And that's awesome. I think I've I've always wanted to, like, that was something I always wanted when I was younger, because I had a a sister and I didn't have a bigger family. And I'm like, I think that would have been so fun to have more siblings. And so when people say four kids, I'm like, that's, you're really lucky. And that's amazing. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. And like I said, we are stay tuned because I think you'll have some we'll have some future endeavors together, I hope, because I think that would be so fun to meet up with you and and connect with you more. And um, again, I'll put all of your contact information in the show notes and have a great vacation. I will. Thank you so much. I think it is so great that Carrie found her passion by helping others learn to meal prep instead of doing it for them. I'm a huge fan of giving clients the tools and education for them to know what to do and how to do it for a lifetime. I honestly wish I lived in Arizona and was able to take my own class with Carrie just because I know I would learn a ton and we would also put on some great music and dance it out while we were cooking. I totally recommend for you to go follow her on Instagram and go check out her website. She has lots of recipes, awesome blog posts, and you can get in touch with her services. My website, AnnaElizabethArty.com, is where you can read my latest weekly wisdom blog post. I share my current adventures, food I'm eating, and the music playlist I create for my own fitness. I might also include a really delicious real deal recipe, and I always am showing you what I love right now. You will find all my previous podcasts, show notes, and links to things we talked about during all my conversations with my favorite people. And you can purchase my book from my website, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What? Please connect with me on social media by finding me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at AnnaElizabethRD. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.